everyone, and welcome to episode 114 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Blue Duck Gold Ducks, filling in for the buck. Yes, Duck, I know. You have something to say. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. What's my name? Your name is Duck. 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 I'm not a dumb deer, and I'm not in a wheelchair. Watch. Oh. Don't ever call. Oh don't ever God. call me Buck again. Wow. <laughs> don't ever call me Buck again. Wow. That's like the meanest thing you could say. Wow. <laughs> I'm. I'm just kidding. It's all love. <laughs> they actually do like each other, folks. I swear to God. <laughs> I've actually told him about uh, jokes I was gonna say to him, but held back because, you know, I don't know him as well as Raz and Sadar, so I don't. I don't want to insult him, and he's like. Dude, it would have been so funny if you said that to me. <laughs> so, yes. So I, I was checking the audio for the last recording, and I noticed several times I called him Buck instead of Duck. And in fairness, three of the three of the four letters are the same. <laughs> Muscle memory. Muscle. Okay. It really is. I, I'm I so you. I'm so used to like when I spat out that intro, I almost said my co-host the Buck Rundle. <laughs> you know. Like, no, it's the Blue Duck Gold Duck. Well, Duck, we're going to go right into a story from Sky News. And you're going to like this one, I think. Granddaughter okay. charged with murder after pet duck leads police to body of missing woman. <laughs> a woman has been charged with murder after a pet duck helped the U.S. police crack the case of a missing grandmother in North Carolina. Nellie Sullivan, who would have been aged 93 if she was still alive, disappeared sometime in 2020. Investigators have been searching for Miss Sullivan ever since without a trace. But a breakthrough in the case came earlier this month on the 14th of April when a pet duck ran under a trailer in Candler, North Carolina, which led its owners to discover a container holding the grandmother's body. Uh, the county sheriff's office confirmed the reports to Sky News affiliate NBC News. Miss Sullivan's granddaughter, Angela Wamsley, 46, and grandson-in-law, Mark Allen Barnes, 50, have been charged with first-degree murder over the death. Police say they do not have a definitive date when Miss Sullivan was killed, but believe she's been dead for some time. So, good duck. <laughs> so who's... Hmm? Whose trailer? Was it under the grandchildren's trailer? It doesn't say exactly. It just says the duck went under a trailer. Somebody went out of the trailer to get the duck, and they found a container of some kind with Grandma's body in it. Um, you know, when I, I a lot of times we don't read these stories in advance. We just get the headlines, and then we just make sure that they're long enough to actually have some substance to them. You know, I was really, really hoping that this duck was like, no, no, follow me this way. I have something to show you. <laughs> I found it. I'm the world's greatest detective. Where's the... <laughs> I have found the body. I have led you to it. It was not easy, I might add. I demand bread. Where is the bread? <laughs> uh, just kidding, folks. Don't, don't give ducks bread. No, that's not good for them. You should know. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean... <sighs> It's 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 sad anytime that someone is, is is killed and you know the only reason we're ever hearing about this is because there's a little quirky story to it enough so that it's actually being reported in the UK that's what you know the Sky News is coming out of the UK you know just because well a duck happened to lead someone to the body because they were chasing a duck they found the body 
it's not nearly as as sensational as I was hoped. You know, we we were we discussed. You know, when I read the headlines to you prior to recording, you wish you had a a, a detective's hat so you could pay, play Perry the platypus over here. But you yeah. know, <laughs> um, anytime that we ha- we have situations where someone dies, I, I can never come less than a five. So I'm going to go ahead and give this story a five. For murdering the the grandma, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's the duck get? Um, probably bread, <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> so now I'm picturing a like a sitcom, like Brooklyn Nine Nine style, but the main character is a duck that solves murders and only murders. I don't want the duck to ever talk, though. <laughs> I, I, I want a real live duck, and I don't want it to. Oh. Have, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it to have a voice. You know, everybody I, just. Everyone just so the duck. <laughs> the duck. They just. Well, that's the duck. You know, the duck does its thing. You know, we just kind of follow the duck, you know. <laughs> and, the duck doesn't lie. Yeah. And they're like, well, like somebody goes over and tries to meet the duck. And they're like, well, hi, Mr. Duck. And they're like, the duck doesn't talk. It's a duck. <laughs> what, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> stupid? <laughs> he can't talk. <laughs> All right, duck. I guess, um, you know, I, I'm planning on being uh, in your neck of the woods you know, in a couple months. Maybe we need to film a pilot. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Secure some oh. secure some funding, and we're going to film a pilot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, let's move on to our next story. This next one comes from Salon.com. Florida family charged with beating man who they believe turned their son gay. <sighs> on August 6, 2021, a family in Palmetto Beach, Florida, savagely attacked a young man, leaving him lying in a pool of blood for 13 hours. He is now permanently blind, uh, a newly released arrest warrant details. Uh, Ina Makarenko, Makarenko, I don't know. Yevhan, same last name, 43, discovered their 21-year-old son, Ola, O-L-E-H, was in a relationship with the victim and believed the victim turned him gay. Their 31-year-old's name is hidden due to Marcy's Law. The, uh, the two dated for nine months. Ola possessed a key to the victim's apartment and often spent the night there. At the end of July of 2021, Ola told the victim his parents discovered he was gay. His father treated Ola poorly and did not accept him. His mother was, quote, forcing him to marry a woman, end quote. Around 1 a.m. on August 6th, the family chased the victim inside his apartment as Ola and Anna watched. Yevhan, I can't, I can't pronounce these names, and his other son beat the victim and struck him in the face with an unknown object. The victim fell to the floor and pretended to be dead in an attempt to end the attack. Fourteen hours later, a sheriff's deputy found him lying in a pool of blood, the door left open. The victim is now permanently blind. He suffered a concussion, brain swelling, severe bruising, and multiple fractures to his face and jaw. He endured four surgeries and will receive two more. His medical expenses amount over $100,000. Six months after the attack, he has... As he began to recover the memory of the event, the victim visited the Broward County Sheriff's Office to press charges. Uh, All four family members faced charges of attempted murder, battery, and kidnapping. Uh, Yevhan, Anna, and Ola (laughs) face additional hate crime charges, meaning they may face life in prison for each count. The family is currently in Broward County Jail. Uh... 
yeah, the, the, the father, uh, was extradited from Alabama. The family's attorney, Michael Glasser, spoke to CBS Miami about the charges. It's an empathetic denial that they injured this individual, uh, that they would ever endeavor to injure this individual, and more specifically, uh, would not even think of injuring the individual based on his sexual orientation. The family supporters started an online petition, petition attesting the family's innocence and raising money for their defense. Uh, Ola's female fiance, Christina Herman, denies that Ola is gay and empathizes with the, fam- uh, the family's innocence. I don't believe it at all. I have proof. I wear a ring, which is an engagement ring, one kind of a marriage ring. I know Alex has this ring in jail. This is proof to me. I know we are in a relationship. <laughs> Yeah. So she's wearing the ring, the engagement ring, the ring meant specifically for engagement, that ring? <laughs> that ring. That's the one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yet investigators on the case emphasize the link between the victim's sexuality and the brutal assault. This crime was senseless and unprovoked attack done onto a homosexual man just due to the mere fact that he was homosexual. Broward County Sheriff's uh, Detective uh, Connor Ryan wrote, uh, Ina, whatever her last name is, faces a bond hearing on April 25th. Okay. <laughs> this is a, a tragic story. It really is. Uh, the, but the, the the whole, like, oh, no, 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 no. We didn't do this. We didn't do this. We would never do such a thing. And then the, the but you it, the proof is that he's engaged to a woman now. That's That should be proof right there, Buck. That should be proof right we, there. He offered, forced him to marry her. He obviously, so he, he obviously loves the pussy. He <laughs> obviously loves the pussy. I didn't know we could talk like that on this podcast. <laughs> I, I give it the explicit tag. We're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this comes to, you know, you, you, this is the second episode you've taped with me, you know, filling in for Buck. Um, and I asked you in the last episode, do you really give a shit about what uh, what other people what genitals other people like to put in their mouth. No. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) It doesn't bother me. I want everybody to be who they are and express who they are regardless. You know, I really don't, don't care. But what if your son was gay? Then I'd love my son. I don't, I don't have a son. I should prove it. You know, uh, put that out there, but you know, I'd love my son for whoever they are and I want them to be, be happy and not have to run from, whatever society says they have to be she, my, I, I just i don't understand i just don't understand and i really don't you know buck i am i am huh? what oh i called him buck again he's duck so quack quack so duck i am barreling down on 40 at this point i can see it it's it's on the horizon it's there i can see it yeah the you audience know. can see it too fuck you uh so i i i I have grown up now in in this time, you know, where everyone was like the biggest insult you could call somebody when we were kids was call them a fag, you know. That was like the the biggest insult you could call somebody, you know. And I even back then I'm like, who cares? I mean, really, does it hurt me in any way? No. Does the fact that you know, oh, my neighbors are gay, I guess that means that that the gay might leak through the wall and you know make me all of a sudden go hmm. I'd like some cock. (laughs) We got to watch out for your kids. You got to think of the children. Yeah. You got to think of the children, duck. You got to think of the children. I just, I don't get it. 
you know, and you know, oh my God, my son's gay. What am I ever going to do? I better go beat up his freaking lover and kill him, and then um, you know that'll that'll straighten him out. No, I I hope that family gets sued for every every cent they have, and that sued. guy never has to worry sued. about money. No, I don't. I want them to get life in prison if they actually did it. I don't like oh. I don't like hate crime bills. I don't. Um, every, if you try to kill somebody, it's obviously because you hated them. So you know uh, that's true. But in this particular instance, you know when you, you and your whole family go to the guy's house, chase him down, and try to just beat him to death. Not even just like shoot him and kill him. No, you try to beat him to death. There's a lot more intimacy to that than there is to like, yes. shooting somebody. So you know. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, I don't know. I, I I have a really hard time trying to find like a, any kind of like mental reasoning behind how you could give any kind of forgiveness for this or any kind of understanding. I guess is the right terminology. Uh, no, fuck them. Giving them a five all day long. Definitely. All right, duck. We're back at WKRG.com. Florida sheriff encourages homeowners to shoot burglars to save taxpayers money. So uh, you still live in the in the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania, yes, I do. Pennsylvania, like many other states, have what's called castle doctrine laws. Uh, I actually support castle doctrine laws. I do. I don't think you should have a duty to retreat. Uh, that being said, I don't think it is... Um, uh, license to kill either uh, that should be held for the, the last resort a lot of people think it is a lot of people think it is you get the joke because if you're going to shoot them make sure you drag them inside the house afterwards I've, I've heard cops make that stupid joke uh, you know it's just why are we so like ready to, to end someone's life I, I, I don't know. That's... I don't. Let's let's read the story, then we'll get into it. A milled man was arrested on Wednesday after a burglary in Spree. I'm sorry, a burglary spree in Pace, Florida. <laughs> Brandon Harris, 32, is accused of breaking into multiple homes and backyards as he runs from Santa Rosa County deputies at about 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson said Thursday Harris had broken into at least four homes in the Santa Villa neighborhood off of Highway 90. Harris had active warrants and did not want to be caught. Go figure. Uh, he's jumping fences and breaking into houses as he goes. We finally corner him inside a home he broke into on Tom Sawyer Road, and we corner him in a bedroom. In a video released by the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office, Harris is seen barricading himself inside a bedroom in the Santa Vila uh, neighborhood home. Deputies burst into the bedroom and said Harris jumped out a window and continued running. Harris was later caught. Deputy said he had active warrants for violation of probation, aggravated assault, and more. Harris was charged with several counts of burglary and attempted larceny, with seven charges in total. Johnson said a homeowner shot at Harris during the burglary spree, but missed. Uh, Johnson encourages homeowners to use lethal force during break-ins to, quote, save taxpayers money, end quote. Uh, we don't know what homeowner, which homeowner, shot at him. I guess they think they did something wrong, which they did not, Johnson said. If somebody's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. And we prefer that you do, actually. Whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. If you take that, you'll shoot a lot better, and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. Wow. Uh, Philip Marshackle uh, was at work Wednesday evening. He got a call from his wife. Harris was in their backyard. 
I was t it was terrifying uh, knowing that I'm on my way into Pensacola at work and this is happening. His daughter was playing in the backyard and ran inside uh, to her mother as Harris charged through the door. She locked the door just in time as he got to the door and started pulling on it. Uh, Harris stood there and looked inside of their home. Uh, he liked smiled at my wife through the window. I don't know if he was trying to reassure her it was okay for him to come inside or what. Santa Vela neighborhood residents uh, condemned deputies' efforts to capture Harris. Harris, or I'm sorry, commended. I'm sorry, commended. Harris being held at the Santa Rona County Jail without bond on his active warrants. His bond on the new charges is set at more than $150,000. We, you know, we just talked on the last episode about how to try to rape a kid and got a $5,500 bond. And here we are with a $150,000 bail also in Florida. But I digress. You know, we, we have a situation here where he's still encouraging people to kill a person. At no time did they actually say this guy endangered anybody else's life. But, you know, we should just kill him. No, yeah, that's... Uh, so... Uh, I don't want to take like a major stance on anything here, but I do support people having their own firearms for protection. Yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, but here's the whole thing, you know, just because oh he's in my backyard, does that give me a license to kill him? No, no. If he's trying to do anything now, to my children or hell, even my dog, I might shoot you. But still, <laughs> one second. So right now, folks, play-by-play, play, Duck is coughing into his shirt. It looks like it's a rather hearty cough, but he did mute his microphone, yeah, so he is a professional. Yep. <laughs> and I have a mic set up that allows for that now, which I didn't have before. <laughs> so you, you were... kind of edit it out. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying... Um, there are probably scenarios that this guy was in when he was breaking into people's houses where they weren't wrong to shoot him. Probably not. But saying that anybody, like giving, putting it out there from a government level is asking for Vig somebody in vigilantism. a killed. They're asking for yes. vigilantism, which is, you know. They can't all be detective ducks and, and uh, so here's, make the call let me, let and me, find the body. Let me throw this scenario at you, Duck. They're actively chasing this guy. He's jumping fences, going through houses. Um, what happens now when the officer uh, comes around the corner and all he sees is somebody standing there with a gun? Um, for, uh, you know, in, comes around the corner that he just chased somebody around and here's a gunshot and then he just sees someone there with a gun. What happens? What do you think happens? Real world scenario here. Oh, the cop's probably going to have to draw on the person and fire. He's probably just going to shoot him. His adrenaline's, time to think. his adrenaline's pumped, you know, and you're going to end up getting shot yourself by a cop that's chasing this guy. You know, it, you know, was... And was, they're perfectly justified in that scenario. I mean, well, not justified, but I'm saying, like, that's what... It would fall under qualified immunity and they wouldn't be charged, if that's what you're saying. Right, right, right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not... <laughs> I have been in the situation um, twice where I've had to draw my weapon on somebody one time in the course of duty. Uh, the second time, uh, was actually after a car accident. Someone tried to run me over. I, I pulled my weapon. I drew down on the driver, uh, and I didn't shoot. Uh, instead I tried to jump. I still got hit by the car. They hit me. Uh, I spun around, hit the ground, uh, came up, uh, drew again on the back of the vehicle, never, never fired a shot. 
And, you know, everyone that saw this happened called the police. And they didn't say anything about this guy that just got hit by a car in the middle of the road. No, they said there's a guy in this intersection with a gun. Uh, luckily, I knew both the responding officers. One was a local officer. One was a state police officer. And, um, you know, when they saw me, they said, which way? And I said, that way, go. And they, they left. And, you know, I just waited for them to come back. And uh, one of the first things that the state police officer said to me when he got back is, why didn't you shoot him? I said, obviously, it wasn't a justifiable shoot. I was able to get out of the way. He was not really. You got hit by a car. <laughs> you know, fair enough, you know, but I didn't have to go, you know, I didn't even need an ambulance or anything. I was fine. Um, it was just a glancing blow. But here's the whole thing. Would I have been justified in doing it? Yeah, because I had no way of knowing that I'd be able to get out of the way. Would I have been had to deal with that for the rest of my life yes you don't want to kill anybody you know you you get this joke about people who just like, oh now it's finally happening someone's breaking in i get to fucking show them how much of a badass i am and shoot somebody i've talked to people like that everybody has and you know here's the thing when they actually push comes to shove and and, and they pull that trigger they have to live with that the rest of their lives now you know um and that's not something that I particularly want, you know. I'm I'm twitchy enough. I don't I don't need that uh, that added anxiety in my life, you know. I've never had to pull the trigger on somebody, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I really am. And uh, that's not to say that I don't have firearms, and that I wouldn't pull the trigger if it was meant to protect my wife, my children, or myself for that matter. Um, but it's not something that I like long for. You know, it, it, I kind of equate it to the uh, the volunteer fire department. You know, the guys that sit around. That's all what day. I was just thinking of. Like, I finally get to use my toys. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Because, you know, they, they sit around the firehouse and they say, ooh, I hope we get a good call today. And, you know, I literally just chewed a fireman out for this, like this week. You know, oh, I hope we get a good one today. I hope you fuck yourself. I mean, seriously. I mean, you're hoping for a good call. That means you get to go out and and, and do something like, ooh, it's a cardiac arrest. We get to use this. Or, oh, it's a vehicle extrication. We get to use this tool. Your good day is somebody having the worst day of their life. Yeah. So, no, screw you. Okay? It's not something you want. Don't ever think that, you know, this this is something you're looking forward to in your life. Because you're not. I can promise you. Anyway. Uh, so what do you want to give the sheriff, Duck? Or do you want to keep talking? <laughs> um, I'm, no, I mean... I, I, did, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just kind of rolled right into there. I, I, I get in my soapbox sometimes. Uh, I, you know how it is. You know? <laughs> I kind of I kind of start to pontificate, you know, and I just forget that... Oh, I have pontificate. a co-host. I have a co-host. I forgot. Pontificate. <laughs> yes, I know you like that word. <sighs> so, um, no, that's... Uh... That's I think that's enough on that. I think that guy deserves a five out of five. He's literally telling people to kill people. Indeed, uh, and do you realize now we are literally this is a, a, a five, five, yeah fifteen out of fifteen episodes so far. I mean, this is a first. This has never happened before. Oh, I hope the next one's a good one then. Well, it kind of is. Oh, I was I was making a joke on the firefighters and the the gun happy people, but okay, yeah. <laughs> this this is a coming um, from news.com dash au so it's an Australian website so hopefully this this isn't an Australian story but it might be who knows why teacher who groomed student was released from prison early 
A female teacher who groomed a student by sending him explicit pictures on social media had months shaved off her prison term. A teacher who fondled a student at school and groomed him by sending snap checks of her breast had 10 months shaved off her term after successfully appealing against the severity of her sentence. Katie Smith was 26, year old, 26 years old when she began sending the teenager explicit content via social media only to get caught when one of the videos began circulating around the school. She walked free from prison on parole earlier this year after having serves uh, after having her sentence reduced on appeal. However, details of her event, offenses were revealed on Friday when the Court of Appeal released its reasons. On one occasion, Smith, now 30, touched the teenager's penis when he uh, met up with her at a car park and sent him photos of her bare breasts and videos of her rubbing her vagina while wearing underwear. Big distinction there. Uh, the former NSW physical education teacher pled guilty to grooming, indecent assault, and sexual touching of a child between 10 and 16 years old. She was sentenced by District Court Judge Kara Sh- uh, Sheed and to spend t- three to spend three years and 10 months in prison with a non-parole of two years and three months. She was due to be released this December. However, she successfully argued before the Court of Appeal that her sentence was manifestly excessive. At the conclusion of the appeal hearing on February 3rd, she was resentenced to two years and four months in jail with a non-parole period of one year and five months, resulting in her being immediately released. The court heard that she was a PE teacher at a public high school while the victim was aged 14 to 15 at the time of the offending, which spanned late 2018 to February 2019. It unfolded after the teacher added her on Snapchat and she accepted. After approximately one week, their messages took a sexual turn when the teenager sent Smith a picture of his erect penis and she responded with an image of her bare breasts. After three months, they exchanged explicit photos, including sending videos of her rubbing her vagina on the outside of her underwear. The victim sent to the offender a photograph of his erect penis, said Judge Davis uh, Fagan, uh, one of the three judges who heard the appeal. She responded with an image of her bare breast covered by her hands. The victim sent another photograph of his penis, and sent one. Uh, and she sent one of her fingers touching her vagina on the outside of her underwear. She also sent pictures of her bare breast partially covered by her hands and a video of her squeezing her breasts. On one occasion, the teen left the class and went to a room where Miss Smith was using a computer, and they kissed before she pulled down her shirt to show him her cleavage, the court heard. Uh, he placed his hand on the outside of her pants, and placed, uh, she placed her hand on the teen's pants. During the school holidays, they met in a car park where they kissed. The teenager touched her breasts, and she touched his penis on the outside of his pants. It came crashing down, however, in February of 2019 when police came to speak to her after an explicit video of her began circulating at the high school. When the victim phoned her, she told uh, him the police were at her house and warned him not to say anything because they would both, quote, get into trouble. Uh, During a police interview, she claimed that her victim was the instigator and she was not sexually aroused by the interactions with the student, but, quote, craved the attention. Uh, The court heard that at the time of her offending, her marriage was going through a crisis, and she found that her husband had sent sexually explicit pictures to their neighbor. All of the conduct was motivated by the applicant's desire for attention rather than sexual gratification. Jesus Christ. Uh, Judge Fennigan said in his judgment release on Friday. On the other hand, the seriousness of the offense was heightened by the age difference between the victim and the applicant by her position of trust. 
The court heard that she was suffering from borderline personality disorder at the time of the court uh, of appeal. It found that her sentence was plainly unjust. Uh, the court heard that she was suffering, uh, whatever. After serving 17 months in jail, she was released in February and will be subject to an 11-month community corrections order. This pisses me off. Yep. So I have to, like, as somebody in a management role at a company, I take sexual harassment courses all day long. Or, you know, a couple times a year I have to take these classes. And I have to live in the fear with dealing with anybody, but a lot of times it's, you're, you know, it's kind of scary talking to somebody of the opposite gender because all they have to do is accuse me. All they have to do is accuse me, and suddenly my entire life changes. Well, and, you know? and there's a huge difference. And you say somebody from the other gender, but there is a huge difference in the way we look. You know, this, this is called a spade a spade. If this had been a male teacher and a female student, they'd be looking to chop this guy's dick off. One thousand percent. You can't send a dick pic to a fifteen-year-old. But you can you even can... if you're only craving the attention. Yeah, but she just needed attention. That's why she's sending pictures of her pooty poo. Okay, but like, it's what if it's just they so, say it's not about sexual. So is that the defense from now on? Is that the defense from now on? Well, you're wrong. Is that defense going to work? I, for I, anybody sent, else? I sent the young lady pictures of my my dick because. I just needed the attention. It wasn't exactly for sexual gratification, mind you. I I just wanted to see it and see what her reaction would be, because you know I'm I'm a lonely man, and uh, you know be, being being in a bad marriage, you know sometimes I just gotta show people my penis. Is I that is that, the, is that the, is that the defense from now on? I mean, it's gonna have to work if they can prove it. Yeah, it's not for sexual gratification. It's just for attention. Oh, well, in I, that case. I, I'm crazy. I'm crazy, so you should just let me go so I can do it again. It's not even he's crazy. She, she's legit just saying, yeah, I, I, you know, we did stuff, but I didn't come. <laughs> is that, is that the, you know, the, you know it's, it's funny because, you know, there has been people actually, you know, charged with rape that have said, oh, but your honor, she orgasmed during the rape. That means it was consensual. And obviously that argument has not flown. But yet you have not just one judge. This is the Court of Appeals. So there's three judges who said, agreed on that, you know, this sentence was too harsh because <laughs> she she just needed attention. She's just a poor woman, starved for attention from her uncaring husband. So she went after a 14-year-old boy. And that's okay. Don't, I don't know the actual science behind this. I'm, this is actually coming from like the media that I like. I hear through stories and stuff, like TV shows. Um, don't they normally say that a sexual crime isn't usually about sexual gratification? It's about domination and control, typically. Right. Typically, it's so, most rapists are don't actually ever even. Like, let's just say the fact of the matter is most rapists are men. We know this. Uh, that's just statistics. But, you know, most of the times they're, they're, they said, well, let's just look for the semen. We'll get DNA. It's not a whole lot. They usually don't actually, you know, get to that point. It, it's about, you know, showing domination and and being in control. Um, and so you're, you're absolutely right. Most rapes are not about sexual gratification. So how many people convicted right now could try to say, use that? 
use it like all my punishment was too harsh well just because a case you know sets a precedent doesn't mean a judge has to go off of the precedent you know that was the case we just you get one kooky judge that says murder's legal you know (laughs) um but you know is the fact that you three you know people with juris doctorates you know that are, are put in this position they actually bought this you know is it because she's she's good looking because she's not bad looking i'm looking at the pictures of her if she wants to send me pictures of her tits i'll look at them but you know i'm i'm also not a 14 year old boy either yeah that's that that that's just switching the gender roles is is the biggest thing here that like pisses me off because uh what i don't know how old she is a 30 year old sending dick pics to a or even shirtless pics. It's a dick pic. She's got... if... <laughs> no, if if an adult is sending pictures of themselves to any minor, no matter who what gender it is, take take the genders and the names out of this article and show it to people and see what they think. Right. They, they, and the instant they would say is they should hang him. They'll, they'll, yeah. He should get the death penalty. Oh no, it was actually a woman. Oh, well, um, hmm. And then they're gonna get all kinds of uncomfortable. And they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, you know, and you know, the, the boy's not a victim. You know, he's just a dumbass for telling people about it. And, you know, he should just get high fives, you know, because he managed to fuck his teacher or come close. But you know, I, I just hate the disparity in there. You know, it's, you know, the, a boy becomes sexually active at fourteen. And everyone's like, good job, way to go. A girl becomes sexually active at fourteen. She's a slut. You know, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast, Doc. <laughs> well, there's nothing funny about rape. Uh, Daniel Tosh would say otherwise, but I'm just saying, you know, this this kind of... We, we, well, we, look who has a podcast now, and look whose show is on Comedy Central. Is it still on Comedy Central? It's still on Comedy Central. It's still on? It's still on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea he was still... I haven't watched it in, like, probably six years. <laughs> My my point is though, you know, we 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 typically try to keep things lighthearted and fun, but you know, the stories this week just didn't. This wasn't in the cards. <laughs> There's nothing fun about this. This is actually just a. It's it's sexism. It's really what it is. You know, we had a joke when I worked in the in the prison system that the county I worked in that good looking women don't go to jail. Only our our female population. You know, it, it was very disproportionate. You know, people got sentenced to prison as opposed to got released. And it was supposedly the ugliest women, you know. So if the judge looked at her and goes, hmm, I'd like to see her naked, she didn't go to jail. It's either that or only ugly women, ugly women committed crimes. I mean, it's one of the two. Probably the crime thing, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> We we have our judicial systems jacked, uh, you know, and the fact that her whole defense was, well, I didn't get off on it. I just, you know, I, I'm so starved for attention. And the judge says, yeah, yeah, I, I buy that. You know what? And he sent her a picture of his dick first. So that, that you know, that, that has to be taken into consideration because he obviously wanted it. That's what they're coming to. That's what they're saying. That's exactly what they're coming around to is he wanted it. He's 14. He does not able to make consensual decisions. That's the same thing you would say if it was a young woman. You know, whether she was it was consensual yeah, yeah. or not, you would say, oh, no, no, she, she wasn't able to make consent. So why aren't you seeing it the same way? Yeah. I think we should, we should, I'm going to try this. I'm going to rewrite this article in a way that doesn't have the genders involved and see 
yeah, let's do a little social experiment of our own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Duck, do you? <laughs> do I even have to ask? What do you want to score this bitch? Actually, you know Five. what? No, 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 no. Fuck her. Fuck her. We're not scoring her. What do you want to score the judges? All three of them get a five. All three of them get a five. Fuck them very much. This is our first four-five episode. You know, um, this is the worst of the worst. That's we, should, we, should, we named the episode "Bad Teachers, Good Ducks," but maybe it should have been, you know, um, the worst of the worst. You know, just it is what it is. But um, Duck, I want to thank you again for filling in for for Buck. You know, and we hope that he has a, a quick recovery. But if not, you know, you're gonna be the first one on my list for for sub duty, or or maybe we do a, we we have ourselves another three way. What do you think? Because we've done that once before. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, have, yeah we can do that. We'll have a three way, Duck. Me, you, and Buck. Okay, but one of you has to send the first picture, or I'm not gonna be involved. <laughs> All right, folks. I am the Raz Grease. He is the Blue Duck Gold Duck. Wishing you all a happy and safe week. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to tell a friend. Bye.